0: A podcast for two friends, gab by the fire from our fun film perspectives.
1: I'm Janine. I'm Luke.
0: Today we're talking about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever.
1: Written and directed by Ryan Coogler, will also be written by Joe Robert Cole. The movie stars Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Danae Garara, Winston Duke, and Angela Bassett. Uh-huh.
0: Angela Bassett
1: did the thing. <laughs> So, this is our movie for, this is another movie for Oscar month because With Angela
0: Bassett.
1: Angela Bassett is currently a front runner to win a supporting actress.
0: I saw she just won an award somewhere. Yes. And she said she did the thing, which I thought was cute. That was cute.
1: Uh, yes. Tonight is SAG, uh-huh. which is the most important award show for acting
0: mm. because
1: it's the same people who vote for SAG who vote for the Oscar. Yeah. So they usually vote the same way. There's been a few times they haven't, but usually they do. So mm-hmm. if she wins tonight, she's winning the Oscar. Mm-hmm. It's very likely. Mm-hmm. I'm just so scared for Michelle Yeoh. I'm going to bring that up every chance I get, because I want Michelle Yeoh to win. <laughs> anyway, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the sequel to Black Panther.
0: So I did not want to watch this movie. And I don't know why, because oh, so you went and saw it in theaters. Yes. I saw the first one in theaters. I liked it pretty well, you know. Yes. I'm at that point in Marvel movies where I only watch them if there's something that especially interests me about them.
1: Or if so, I can convince you to go with me.
0: Yeah. So I went and saw that one with my brother and I was like, Yeah, it's pretty good. So I it's not like I had a negative relationship with the 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 movies. The movies. Um, and then you went and saw it, and you told me about it, and it sounded really cool, and then I completely forgot that that had happened, <laughs> I don't know why, and I just, like, didn't want to watch it, like, it wasn't like I was against it or anything, I just, like, didn't have the desire, kind of similar to Top Gun, um, but...
1: Top Gun Maverick.
0: Yeah, the, well, original Top Gun, too, so I've never yep. seen it, I don't care to, but anyway, um... It was a lot better
1: than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it was um, really good.
0: It was pretty good, yeah. And Especially I really considering
1: like considering, yeah, that they. So a big running theme in the movie mm-hmm. and in the real life, outside the movie, is that Chadwick Boseman, who was Black Panther, yeah, passed away.
0: Yeah,
1: and that is a theme both in the movie and in like the audience mind watching the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a big. It's very focused on. Some movies just recast, or some movies just kind of ignore it.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. They, I also they focus on it. I really liked that they redid the opening credits mm-hmm. with just him. I didn't know they were going to do that, but I found that very touching. I really like
1: that. Yes. Uh, so, the movie is really focused on Letitia Wright and Angela Bassett. And kind of how the two of them are experiencing both the grief of suddenly losing a family member mm-hmm. and uh, how that grief relates to them being in positions of leaders of a nation.
0: I do have a little bit of a criticism for, with this where I think the plot of this movie is really good. Like, I think the plot actually makes a lot of sense, and I think it's really interesting.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. In retrospect, after watching the movie, I'm not sure if Letitia Wright was the right choice to take over Black Panther. I think she does well in the role of Little Sister, I'm not sure for me... Like, I feel like Lupita, for me, is more of a central star that makes more sense in the movie.
1: I have responses. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: First off, in comic stories, whenever T'Challa is not Black Panther, for whatever reason, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it has almost always gone to Shuri. So whenever T'Challa's dead in the comics or is, like, busy other things, Mm -hmm. it's always gone to Shuri. So that would be point one. Point two is... In the first movie they make a big fuss over Lupita Nyong'o's character not wanting to be Black Panther.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think where her character is now that also makes sense because she doesn't seem super interested in the spying world in like the government protection world. She kind of wants to just be a private citizen. I I like running a school.
0: He, here's the thing. Yes. I agree with everything you're saying. That's what I'm. Um, that's not what I'm talking about.
1: You just mean actors.
0: I mean acting, star power, and presence. I because I agree. Like that's why I was saying plot wise, everything makes sense. It all makes sense for me. I don't think she has the presence that Chadwick had in terms of me actually being invested in, like, the presence of Black Panther. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I not want to me, compare Like, for me, she doesn't them. have the same presence. Mm-hmm. For, to me, she doesn't have the main character presence.
1: I don't want to compare them to it. So they feel like they're trying... They're such different things. I'm
0: not saying, like... Anyway, I, you get but, what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I, I think the character will do better moving forward. I think this was about setting up them as Black Panther mm-hmm. more than... Her being Black Panther. Because she's really only Black Panther for, like, 15 minutes, maybe. Mm hmm She's not the character for very long. And I know originally, this is, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with this movie. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the drama stuff. so I think that we don't have much to add to it. Okay. Do you know what I mean?
0: I know she didn't want to get vaccinated or something. Yeah,
1: I don't want to. I don't have anything to add to that. Okay. That hasn't already, like, I feel like that's been talked to death.
0: Okay. What? I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not in your circles, so.
1: Has it not been talked to death in your circles? Uh, No. Oh. Uh,
0: No one's talking about it in my circles, because nobody's talking about Marvel movies.
1: Uh, (laughs) I guess that's fair. We have different circles. Originally, the end of this movie, from what I've, my sources online have said, is that at the end of the movie, she was going to give up. Because, you know, in the end of this movie, she gives up being queen. She's like, queen for a week. She's like, I don't want to be queen. Yeah. So she gives it to... M'Baku. M'Baku.
0: I love M'Baku.
1: I love M'Baku.
0: I wanted him to be Black Panther, to be honest. If it wasn't Lupita. Or Angela Bassett. Ugh. Angela Bassett in the first scene, scene with the long white hair. Yeah. Dead. I wish she kept that hair. And I know she, she didn't because it's like it's like a grieving the whole thing. I get it, like story wise again, she just looks so good.
1: She does look great. Her <laughs> hair is great in this movie. Her hair and her crowns mm-hmm. are both really great. Anyway, uh yeah. Originally she was going to transfer both the king's the king title and the Black Panther title. Yeah. To Mbaku. Yeah. Because Letitia Wright is very clear. When they were making this movie at the start, one and done. Okay. She didn't want to be the Black Panther, but she kind of agreed to it mm. because of this with the Chadwick Boseman situation and everyone being, and like Marvel and Ryan Coogler, who directed, both being like, this is the direction we want to go. Yeah. That was kind of her agreeing to it, but okay. she was like, one and done. But then she seems to have changed her mind because mm-hmm. she didn't transfer the title. Mm hmm. And I have to admit, I like the role of leader of Wakanda going to M'Baku. Mm-hmm. I think Letitia Wright's definitely not... Letitia Wright's character is definitely not a queen. Yeah. So I think having him take over as king of Wakanda and then having her as Black Panther could be fun. Mm-hmm. Especially if she goes more sciencey with the character. I think it could be fun moving forward. I like her... In this movie,
0: I don't know. I just don't think I like her that much, which is personal.
1: I'm excited to see what they're going to do with her next. I think she's going to be in Avengers movies coming up. Mm. That would be what I assume. But yeah. But we don't know. Tisha Wright also hasn't said anything. She's kind of. Isolating against the world. Mm. Also, she got really injured during this movie. She did? Yeah, she got oh. really injured. They had to stop production for a few months oh, to yeah. let her recover.
0: Oh, that sucks. That always that sucks.
1: That was where a lot of the COVID drama came back. Okay. But yeah, I don't know where she... Like, in the movie scenes. Because she doesn't do a lot of fighting scenes. So yes, yeah, she it was
0: does. What do you mean?
1: The motorcycle.
0: You only need one reaction scene to get injured.
1: I was trying to think of what action scene she did, though. Because all of them would have been body doubles. Mm. Oh, I see. like With the mask, I get what you're saying. But, anyway. (sighs) Probably motorcycle. But that doesn't really matter. So, I want to talk about Namor now.
0: Who? Namor. Who's Namor? The villain. Oh, I love him!
1: He, in the comics, he's... It's kind of usually pronounced more Namor. Mm. But they changed it to Namor... Because of the thing they said in the movie where his name means no love. Oh. So that's just like smart writing. But before we talk about him, I want to tell you one more thing about production of the movie that I think you'll find interesting. Uh This was not the movie's first choice of villain. Okay. This was like really not their first choice. They wanted to do Craven the Hunter.
0: Okay.
1: Who is like a poacher. It's a big poacher guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But because he's owned by Sony mm-hmm. in the Spider-Man deal, they couldn't. And Sony said no. Because they wanted to do that for with uh, Aaron, Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh-huh. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. So they couldn't do that with this film. So Namor was the second choice. Which feels so weird watching it. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like he was always the first choice.
0: So the the whole vague plot behind the villain is so.
1: Wakanda, the
0: Black Panther, Chadwick dies, and so Wakanda doesn't have the Black Panther anymore, and they're kind of in a world leader sort of tension where the other countries are like, "You guys aren't giving us any uh, what's the medal." Vibranium. You guys aren't giving us vibranium and that's really mean and you should give it to us and well, here, Wakanda's like fuck you guys and also you're trying to steal from us and also you suck
1: Well the part of the crux of the problem is that T'Challa's Chadwick or Chadwick's uh-huh. T'Challa was the one that was wanting to lead the integration to the rest of the world. Yeah. So he was leading it and it was like we're gonna integrate with them more like we're gonna have better relations we're not gonna be as and focused as we were And no one else was as enthusiastic as he was about it. Yeah. So he was leading the charge. But now that he's gone, there's no one really leading it. So they kind of have all this outreach set up that they don't really want to do anymore. Or they don't want to do as much. And they've always been very clear they're not giving vibranium to the rest of the world. And the rest of the world doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. Which is where the whole really good fight scene in the research ship is
0: so america uh has this they have a fancy vibranium detector thingamabob and they're looking for it in the ocean and they find vibranium and then okay i don't care about the ocean the ocean scares me but i care a lot about mythological oceanic creatures i don't know why (laughs) i love them i love all of them And so the villains of this movie are these, like, sea people who have major, like, siren vibes. They're really good at, like, fighting, and they have underwater cities. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. Um, So as soon as they start showing up and, like, fucking things up, I was, like, so much more excited for the movie. And this is the scene. It's the only scene in which they do their amazing chant.
1: They do. They don't do the full chant at the second half. You're. Right, I know, but it's but the they full do,
0: chant. That's the good stuff. It's a uh, great.
1: It's like, a great chant.
0: Yeah, they're they're doing their little siren song, and then they. You guys have probably heard it, even if you don't know that it's from this movie. Um, and like everyone on this like military like water base starts like jumping into the water and stuff, and it's so amazing. Anyway. And everyone
1: at the first in the base is like, "This is obviously Wakanda." Because we found vibranium and they don't like it. So yeah. They're, like, not letting us have it.
0: Uh-huh. and uh, But it turns out that this water, like, nation has vibranium. Um, because there was, like, the, the, the theory is that there was two comets that had the vibranium. And it, it makes sense that one would have landed in the ocean. Which does make sense. I like that. So, anyway, uh, Namor is the king slash god of everyone and he's very old school wakandan like don't fucking look at us we don't we we're don't, not here don't even come no. near us um and he's like
1: you but, guys like, he's old wakandan to an extreme because like, at least the world knew about wakanda no they, they didn't the world knew about wakanda but wakanda was just like this poor african country that, oh like, right like right. that it was like we don't want to talk to you just, just leave us alone we'll leave you're you right. alone
0: yeah and
1: um, then Nimort isn't even known. So
0: he's like, you guys told them about vibranium and now they're coming onto our turf looking for vibranium. And so he's, that's what he's pissed about. And he's also.
1: Which is totally understandable in his eyes.
0: He's very, he's very dramatic, but I love him. <laughs> he's he's just a really good villain. And I feel like Marvel's, like, not great at good villains a lot of the time. No, but But the Black
1: Panther movies are good at villains. They are,
0: yeah. Which is kind of like the weird, but But I bet
1: that's Ryan Coogler.
0: He, the thing is, is that he goes way too intense, obviously. Like, when we first meet him, we don't meet him in the the boat scene. But he shows up when Angela Bassett and Shuri are, like, hanging out by the beach. Uh, Angela Bassett's talking to her about grief and stuff. And then he just, like, shows up and he's like, hey bitches um and uh he's all like you guys did this whole vibranium shit i'm the fucking king of this nation you didn't even know about but you're gonna help me or i'm gonna kill you all bye and that's an intense intro you know
1: that is it's, it's, (laughs) it's just a lot for the start
0: but the thing is is that it very much he's i think the thing is the thing that the thing that makes so much sense is one he's like fiercely protective of his people so it's coming from almost like an oh it's coming from almost like a parental yes place where it's like don't even look at my child because even when
1: that girl at the (laughs) end like in the second half dies yeah he treats it like a child dying almost like he mourns her not as like a king would mourn his a citizen but like as a parent would mourn a child. Yeah, it's like
0: every single person he, like, really care. Like, he's so, he's so overly protective. And then he's also immensely distrustful of everyone. Something that was, like, very pivotal in terms of his backstory was his... So he, he's special because the first peoples who went underwater, they drank this, like, herb thing that has to do with the vibranium, and that's what made them...
1: A herb that grew from vibranium? Yeah,
0: that's what made them be able to breathe underwater and all that stuff. um And his mom drank the herb, but he was, um like inside her at the time. So he didn't drink it himself, but he got, like, aspects from it. So he's, he's more like, he's just, he's just different from everyone else. Um, so his mom, when his mom died, she wanted to be buried, um, on her homeland where she grew up. And when he went there, there was, like, a slave, what's that called?
1: The sugar cane slave trade.
0: Yeah. But what's that? It's, it's like a Plantation? A plantation, um, like, w- on the land that she grew up on. And so he sees, like, mm-hmm. the, his first impression of the surface world is slavery.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all based in Mesoamerican culture. Yeah. Because even the name Kuka, Kuka Khan, mm-hmm. which I'm probably not trouncing perfectly, which is his, like, God name. Yeah. Uh, is Mesoamerican based on an actual god.
0: So, he um, murders all the slave traders and everything, and he buries his mom, but this is his his main, and it seems probably like one of the only impressions, because he kind of was like, the surface world fucking sucks, and I hate them all. Mm. And, like, I don't think he interacts with it that much afterwards. At least, we don't get the impression he does. Maybe he does, I don't know. I think the
1: only time he would ever interact with them is to avoid... More interaction with them. So, exactly. like a boat that's got too close to land, they would they'd be willing to sink it. So
0: that's his impression: is you guys fucking suck. You guys are the worst. Um, and so he's like very distrust distrustful of everyone, and also like fiercely protective, and then also very confident because they have vibranium and they're like they have a lot of people and they're good at stuff. Yes. So he's like you guys can't fuck with me and you won't fuck with me and you are going to help me. That's Mm -hmm. his vibe. But, so it's like, it's a good villain because from his perspective, he's not the villain, which I know is like a thing, but it's like, it's so much, it's so much more effective when the villain's Mm -hmm. goal is not like, I was going to say, it's not, I'm going to murder everyone. He does want to murder everyone. (laughs) But, it's, he
1: wants to murder everyone to keep his people safe. Yeah. So he's like, they're going to find us sooner or later.
0: And, Because like they his, keep wanting Vibrains. His only perspective of the surface world is extremely negative. And it's not even negative in a way where you can say that he's wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you get it. Yeah. But anyway, I love him. I love the actor. I think... He, They did an impressive job. He has wings on his ankles, which I know you mentioned. And they did an impressive job of not making it look silly. Yes. Um, I would say I think his shorts are too long.
1: His short shorts are too long? Yeah. What?
0: Because it makes him look like a guy at the pool.
1: That's just normally how Namor looks. Like, that's very based on his look.
0: I think they're too long. I think if they're shorter, he would look more godlike.
1: I think if they were shorter, Disney might have had got would have got in trouble and had to change ratings.
0: It wasn't that short. They were like at mid-thigh. So he shows up and he tells them basically there's like a scientist that is the one who built the vibranium detector, because that's like really hard to do. And um he's like, I want you guys to get me the scientist. Oh, you're right. They are pretty short there. Maybe I think they go up on his hips too high. I don't know what it is.
1: It could have been Disney had a few scenes where they were longer. Disney Got and Marvel. Nervous. Disney and Marvel spent an unprecedented, an unexpected amount of time uh, shrinking his groin and adjusting those shorts and posts, which
0: I think is stupid
1: which I think was just Disney trying to be cautious.
0: Well, that's just them wasting their resources poorly. If that was something that is like such an annoying waste of like, visual this has effects. Been
1: I know that. Cuz I've seen this shot not edited. Okay. I- <laughs>
0: it's an annoying waste of visual effects because you can do things on site to fix that if that is a concern but apparently they decided not to do that to fix it in post which I think well, is well I think they
1: just didn't realize how much of an issue it was well they should have realized is my point okay sorry
0: it's it's they stole the visual effects team from the Ant-Man and the Wasp you told me about this Yeah, it's just bad management
1: Marvel broadly is over reliant on visual effects like not just in like the oh everything's green screen, but I mean sometimes there's things that you should consider more closely in person yeah. that you don't. But I will also add sometimes something like that you might just look not as bulgy in person if you've seen it for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in post, like someone outside looks at it's like that's big.
0: That's why you do like, te- like fuck test screenings. What? Yeah, no, not test screenings. Anyway, besides the point,
1: it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it's just a funny story, but Namor is great as a villain, and he's powerful and he's cool.
0: Yeah, so his whole the, his whole conflict with Wakanda is he shows up and he's like, he he's he is in a unconventional way, uh, asking for an alliance. Yeah, in a very threatening manner, but that's what he's doing, and it's obvious that he's like. Um, you know, Wakanda has vibranium and Wakanda's pretty chill in terms of countries not doing evil. <laughs> so he's like Well he's
1: not even like that. He's like, You made this mess, you clean it up.
0: But that's why he's like asking for an alliance later, I think.
1: Yeah, he wants some So alliance.
0: he so he shows up and he's like, Y'all are gonna get me the scientist who made the vibranium detector thing and you are gonna give her to me. And they're kind of, like, annoyed. Because they're like, yes, very rudely. Um, but also, I mean, we could get the scientist. I don't know. So, anyway, they go get the scientist. And she's, like, a girl. Um, not a little girl. But she's, at, she's, like, college age. And she's, like, just, like, super smart, whatever. So, they're like, well, I don't think you should really, like, kill a 19-year-old. That seems kind of weird. <laughs> we don't really want you to do that. And then this was strange. So, while they're retrieving her... The um, US military comes to get her because she's the one who made the vibranium machine designs, which I think they stole from her in the first place. Anyway. Yeah, she
1: didn't give she did it for a school project and then somehow I don't think we're told, but no. we can assume government shenanigans. Yeah, yeah,
0: whatever. Some, government got it from the
1: school them. themselves and then they were using it. So
0: their- they get wind that like Shuri and uh, the other Wakandan lady, what's her name? She's the big warrior girl. Uh, She's always got the spear. Akoye. Akoye! Um, they're they're talking to this girl. So the the government shows up and they're like, "Hey, fuck you!" And so they're running and it's a whole chase and whatever. It's a cool chase. So then,
1: especially because Riri Williams, who's the girl, she yeah. has like an Iron Man suit. Yeah. And this character has been done in comics a lot, mm-hmm. and she's never worked before. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I've never read them because I don't read comics that so much. But I, I read do what think, other people read.
0: I do think how I do think it could have very easily not worked. How similar she is to Iron Man? Yes, she's basically just Iron Man, but a different person.
1: In the comics, she is just Iron. And Man. And
0: I, I do think that I think that the actress is very charming, and she does a good job in terms of selling it.
1: She was the... She, she regi- feels like
0: a person, even though she's she's basically just an Iron Man copy. They she, they managed to make her feel like her own person.
1: This actress originally tried out for Letitia Wright's role as Shuri, mm-hmm. and she was one of the finalists. Mm, cool. And so... I like her in this role, because she's, like, fun. Yeah. She's having fun, but she's smart enough to know when to be smart. No one to have fun.
0: Uh huh. I don't really know what you mean, but that's okay.
1: She has fun in the Iron Man suit, like she's able to like oh, lighten I... scenes she's in and be like goofy, but she's not goofy like.
0: I always thought thorn. that was like a little weird, but that's just a Marvel thing.
1: That is a Marvel. Thing.
0: Yeah, just people being in like extreme danger, and they're like, "Yay, fast! I'm going so fast right now!" Yeah, and I'm
1: but like <laughs> that's just superheroes. If you're, if superheroes exist, the. Danger threat level changes for the world. Yeah. And what you're uncomfortable with.
0: Anyway, so this part is weird because Namor's some of like Namor's warrior people, he's got these two people who are like
1: head the warrior. head
0: warriors. There's this one dude who's really buff, and then there's this girl with like a really cool headpiece slash necklace that like really resembles sort of a sea creature. But I think it's made out of leaves, but anyway, mm-hmm. it makes her very visually distinctive, and she's thick. They're both really cool, but anyway,
1: uh although we both will we both talked about it during the movie, and we're not the only ones. It is weird that Disney allowed two movies about underwater blue people from another world being attacked by human the u s military specifically mm-hmm. to come out a month and a half apart.
0: yeah, it is interesting.
1: There' are just a lot of similarities. Not all similarities, but an unusual amount.
0: Um, so they sh- they show up to like steal the um, the scientist girl, which is kind of weird because Namor told Wakanda to go get her, and they were in the midst of getting her, and then they show up and they're like, "Well, now we're going to kill you." And it's kind of weird. I don't know what the
1: yeah. I don't understand that scene.
0: What the the motives behind that were? Were they just were they always intending to double cross them? Like I don't know. Anyway, so they fight them, and then uh, the warrior guy defeats. Um, what was her name? Akoya. 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 Um, which is very upsetting. And then Shuri is like, I want to talk to Namor, so. And so they decide to take them both alive. Now, this is maybe my favorite part of the movie. Because they bring Shuri and Scientist Girl down to the Riri. underwater. Riri?
1: Riri Williams.
0: Oh, cool. Down to the underwater kingdom. What do you call it?
1: Atlant- country? Atlantis.
0: It's Atlantis?
1: It's not, uh, maybe not named Atlantis, but it's like Atlantis. It's
0: not Atlantis. Atlantis is The different.
1: underwater country, then. Anyway, the nation
0: and then we have this whole interesting thing with Namor talking to Shuri and I think that he should have done the whole villain like I think he should have proposed like a proposal because I don't know he was kind of acting a little bit romantic and I feel like I disagree in terms of like royal like alliances and stuff. I think he should have proposed that they get married. I think you're overthinking bind. it. I'm not overthinking it. That would be cool. You can't overthink the plot of a movie.
1: I think you're overthinking it.
0: How plot. am I overthinking it? I just think it would be really cool.
1: I just don't think he wanted to marry her. I think he just wanted her to do what he it's wanted. It's not
0: about wanting to marry somebody. It's about creating an alliance but between he didn't want nations. an alliance.
1: He's like, you fucked up. Fix he did your want an
0: alliance. He literally said to her, hey, I'm going to kill the entire surface world and I want you guys to join me. Yeah. That's an alliance. Or I'm going to
1: kill you. Yeah. That's not alliance. That's more of like a I'll kill you if you don't help me.
0: That is an alliance though. I don't know why. And you'd... I just think it would have been interesting, and I don't know why you're so against it. It I'm just would have so been cool. Why?
1: I just think it's a bad idea. It, it would have ruin... been interesting. It would change the aspects to make it he's in love with her.
0: I'm not it talking would, uh... about in yeah, love. Yeah, 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 I'm talking yeah, yeah. about yeah, yeah. joining me.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is it a would royalty change... thing. I understand what you're saying, but you're forgetting that the general audience would then say he loved her? That's a nuanced political discussion about royals marrying for not love.
0: I don't think the general audience is dumb.
1: They're not dumb, but it's a nuanced political discussion in an already two and a half hour movie.
0: Yeah.
1: You want to have another while discussing the politics of marriage? That's just needlessly complex. You
0: always think I'm asking too much and I'm not. I assure you.
1: Okay, well. If they did it, and if they ever do it, and you're right, I will say you're right, but I disagree.
0: Well, they're not going to do it because they already made the movie. What does that even mean?
1: (sighs) I don't know. I'm trying to pivot because I don't know how to respond (sighs) anymore.
0: So anyway, this is when I want to talk about something, which is a big criticism I have for the whole movie, and that's the visuals. This movie is too fucking dark all the time.
1: I will only add...
0: And it's dark by design. I uh, understand that our TV seemed darker no, 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 no. than it did in the movie. I want to add
1: TV. one what? thing, which is when I watched it in the movie theater, I never once had the issue of saying, this is too dark to see. So I think our TV affected way more than we thought it did. Because uh-huh. even when that final, during the research ship attack, when Namor takes the helicopter out, yeah, I could see Namor perfectly fine in the theater like i could see his silhouette perfectly Mm -hmm. but i couldn't hear so i think this is not a i think that this is a movie that was very well designed for movie theaters but maybe the home viewing during night in a weirdly lit living room is not the best
0: no i disagree because here's the thing i'm not just talking about practically Practically, it was too dark, even though our experience of it was too dark. I can understand that in theater, it was fine. I'm talking about design-wise. They make consistent choices to have the characters in dark situations, and I hate it.
1: Like dark lighting?
0: No. Like, yes, but also they, they make design choices that make the areas that they are in dark. When? Consistently. When? I, like When? The- through the whole movie
1: i disagree very strongly
0: i don't know why because i'm right
1: you're not though when
0: i the whole movie
1: I'm like that's not true okay
0: well here's a fucking example when they are underground i understand that underwater practically is dark showing me this entire underwater like country and that's supposed to be very whimsical and amazing as somebody who wants it to be whimsical and amazing. They made it so dark and grungy that it was disgusting and it you was not fun. You missed the
1: whole point of that scene. What? You missed the whole point. The point and you just did not meet. Because the whole point is that he ends the scene with her entering a light... A yeah, and it's thing. still
0: ugly! It's not a real sun! Yeah. It's well, a how can it be a real sun? The real sun's up in the sky! We're talking about Marvel, Luke... This is magic. Okay? They could The have whole made, point of the scene they could have is have that made it's any, dark,
1: so when you see the sun, everyone's like, wow, he used vibranium to make the light. Yeah, and
0: it didn't make it look nicer. Okay,
1: you can say ugly or dark. Those are separate things. I agree. The I'm under- talking
0: about both. What I'm talking about is consistently throughout the movie, they make visual choices mm-hmm. that either put the characters in a very dark situation or... Like, which often ends up being ugly. It's the classic, like, Marvel movie, like, people standing in the green screen visuals. And the first Wakanda movie did not have that. It was far more visually distinct from the other ones, which was part of the reason I even wanted to see it in the first place. And I just found this one very ugly in a way that I was disappointed in because I love underwater worlds i love them I i'm think, obsessed with them i think based and on what you're saying that. is
1: that you're just disappointed in the underworld water world i'm design.
0: not i'm disappointed in all of it up, well because i that's can't the think the most of- disappointing one
1: i agree it is a little disappointing i think the underwater world was a little plain
0: they hardly have anything <laughs> taking place during the day outside they have a few of them they don't have a lot of them
1: i just don't even when
0: they're at the the thing in America during the chase, it's nighttime. It's always fucking nighttime. It's
1: not always nighttime. It's
0: often nighttime. It's, it's, uh, only it's nighttime, nighttime more in... than it needs to be. Shuri's it's office is really fucking dark. It's all dark. It's all dark and there's just, not a lot of colors no, and I don't like no, it.
1: No, I'm just... I disagree. You're I'm just saying I feel you're very wrong on this matter. I don't agree with you. The only two night scenes that I can realistically think of... Are the scene with the chase scene through the city uh-huh. and the n- night scene where they have the campfire then they burn the and the mom burns her morning robe okay every other scene is during well- lit times Shuri's cave is in a dark room but it is very well lit yeah, but it's ugly It's a science room. It's ugly. It's a good science room. My point room. is The throne room have is you beautiful. Ever seen... Wakanda is beautiful. No. Wakanda is so beautiful.
0: It is. They don't show it to us hardly in this movie.
1: You have the whole opening scene of them going through it with the funeral. And then you the do. whole scene of it being destroyed during the attack. No, I'm not
0: saying that there aren't any moments. I'm saying they consistently choose to be ugly. And I don't I like I don't it.
1: agree with this choice. Okay,
0: well, they do. I know. do you, have you ever seen those Stop things that. where somebody disagree. puts every frame into one image?
1: No. I have no idea. Right
0: okay, now. well, it's a thing that people do for movies. You know, Twilight would be blue. You'd have a blue image at the end. This one would be like a murky green. And I don't think that that is right.
1: I don't think it would be a murky green. I
0: think it would be. It would be dark. And it would be dark compared to the first movie.
1: First off, I don't think you're remembering the first movie. Because that movie was famously too dark in some scenes.
0: Okay.
1: Secondly, I just, I'm shocked. I am astounded. You are? I am gaped. I am gooped. I am gagging. I am any other (sighs) word that you can use to describe that I am shockedeth to my core that this is how you feel. Really? Because.
0: I thought you knew already.
1: I liked the visuals. I liked them throughout. There were some visuals that went through generic Marvelization. I don't like those visuals, but I think they were fine. The underwater, t- the underwater city, country thing, I think was a little plain, a little simple, and a little too dark for some parts. And I think the boat at the end was a little plain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those are my two big visual issues. I didn't like the final boat scene because I thought it felt needlessly small. Mm. Also, their plan was a little dumb. Like the most broadly, the plan was good, but also maybe don't put the thruster that you need to leave.
0: Yeah.
1: In the water. True. Like you.
0: Well, no, because how else would they? How else would you go?
1: I don't know. Like you, the helicarriers have like fans on the side, so just have them like above the water. Yeah, they could have had some sort of, like,
0: boat plane thing. That would have been smart. A boat plane? Yes. They can have a boat plane. They're Wakanda. I know they could do a boat plane.
1: But, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's a reason to get a fight scene. But, my point is, I like the visuals. Overall. I think they're fun. I think they're good. I approve of the visuals.
0: Okay. They disappointed me. No. They let me down.
1: Yeah. It is true, though, that it has been reported, I think, by The Hollywood Reporter, uh-huh. that to make sure this movie had its visual effects done, they took people off Ant-Man and the Wasp to p- focus on this. Now, the visual effects in this movie are way better than the first one. Are they? Yeah, the first one had a lot of funky visual effects. This one doesn't have really any funky visual effects. Mm. Like, there's always a few scenes where you're like, that's a little too much green screen.
0: Yeah.
1: But broadly speaking, the visual effects are really good. Especially, like, turning people blue.
0: Yeah. They do it true. very
1: convincingly.
0: Yeah.
1: And they didn't take 10 years to do it, James Cameron.
0: <gasps> oh, I also... While well, we're talking about the siren people, um, I do love... When they're outside of the water, they have these, like, face masks that cover their nose and their mouth. Um, And I love... Something about the design of the face masks make it look like they don't have a nose and mouth. Like it Mm -hmm. almost looks like it concaves in when it can't, because when they take them off, they have a mouth and nose. I thought they were gonna have like nothing or something when they first took it off. Something about The design of making it look like it caves in is just very cool. It's a cool
1: warrior way to have, like, a warrior mask. And
0: it looks very sea creature-y. Like, Mm. it it just works really well.
1: It feels like a warrior mask, but, like, that's very practical, too. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: So, now we should talk about Angela Bassett. Yeah.
0: Because
1: that's our Oscar month connection. Uh Angela Bassett is really good throughout the movie that she's in. Mm-hmm. Like, the part of the movie. She's only in the first two-thirds, really. Yeah. But she really has two scenes that her Oscar scenes.
0: Okay.
1: One is at the UN.
0: Yeah, that one was good.
1: Which was really cool because you feel like that's a world leader. mm mm-hmm. uh, Like, you feel the power in what she says. Like, her words aren't just like, oh, I'm just saying things. She has meaning behind them.
0: I I don't know. I thought she was good. I don't understand what makes this an Oscar performance when other Osc- like when other good performances aren't, you know what I mean? But yes.
1: I will also agree with you mm-hmm. that when this came out, I was like she's good. In another movie, this could win an Oscar. Yeah. But this is the Marvel movie, mm. which was like most reviewers' consent at the time. Yeah. And then she just kind of started getting nominated. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. They actually considered Marvel. She won't win. Yeah. And then they were like talking about everyone else. And then she just started winning. And no one really got it. And it seems to be it's a mostly an Angela Bassett thing.
0: Yeah, that's Rather fair. than
1: like a... Performance and I don't want to negate the performance. The performance is really good.
0: But Angela Bassett is cool.
1: Angela Bassett's cool, and this seems to be kind of like Julianne Moore with Still Alice, where yeah. it's less so an Oscar for just one performance, but yeah. it's more so a legacy of a career yeah. being finally rewarded. Mm-hmm. But I will say her second Oscar scene, which is when she has convened the council. And Okoye has told her that her daughter's been taken. Mm -hmm. And she gives the really powerful speech. This was her best scene. Where she talks about how she is the queen of the most powerful nation on earth. And her entire family is gone. And she's like, have I not given enough? Mm -hmm. Have I not given everything? And she's like reprimanding Okoye. Yeah. I mean, like, you're fired. Obviously.
0: I don't know. I thought it was fine.
1: I really love that.
0: I'm I'm just, I'm not an acting person.
1: Yeah, I know. I
0: only get it when it's like particularly good. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know. But I like Angela Bassett. What I didn't like, I hate her death scene.
1: Her death scene? Like when she drowns?
0: Yeah. What the fuck was that?
1: What do you mean, what the fuck was that?
0: It looked bad, first of all. And why is there no drama? We don't even see her drown. We see her swimming upwards, and then in the next scene, she's dead. Which for me made it feel like she wasn't dead the whole time because in the classic rule in Marvel movies, if you if you don't see someone die, they're probably not dead.
1: That's not yes. No, it if is. you don't see a body, they're so not I dead. kept
0: waiting for her to come back. To Why did we a... not see her die? We we see her swimming, and then the next scene, she's we, face. We're down supposed in the water. to have
1: hope that she made it. Remember, he said he was coming back to kill there's her. there's
0: not even, like, a good, like, shot of her face while she's swimming. Like, we don't Guess have drama. Is. We don't have, like, tension in her mm. eyes. We don't see her face. Yes,
1: there is.
0: What do you mean? All
1: those things you described are in that scene.
0: I don't...
1: Do you not remember the them. scene?
0: I remember her she's, swimming upwards.
1: She's in the water, and she's kind of like, whoa, what's that? Uh-huh. And she's, like, going to swim up, and she sees Riri Williams is drowning... Like, she's unconscious and she's singing. Yeah. So she swims down to see it. You get the beautiful shot of her in her full dress trying to swim. It feels almost mermaid-like. And she's trying to get to her. She grabs her and she's going up. And you see the face of Stone struggling and not sure if you're going to make it. And I did then, not see any And of then this. they cut to the other cast because we're supposed to be in suspense the whole time. Was like, I not looking?
0: Di- I did not see the shot with the dress and I did not see a shot of her face.
1: Do you want Twisty to look it up?
0: Yeah, because I'm confused. But I do not like her falling through the floor. Why? I get it. Makes sense, logically. Fuck that. It would have been so much more visually interesting for this to happen in the throne room. In that big circular glass area, right? Overlooking the city that's where the drama is if she drowns there she
1: did drown in the throne room she
0: drowned in the floor of the throne room
1: That's still the throne room I mean, yeah but it,
0: it doesn't give you the visual sim sim sim, sim what's that word symbolism 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 of her drowning like looking at her country
1: see there she is see the close face yeah this was all the stuff you listed I hate it I yelled I wanna yell I, that was all the stuff you listed. No, you it wasn't. listed all the things you wanted and I showed you no, it was it all wasn't. there. No, it wasn't. Also, did you see
0: how fucking dark that was? If it was in the throne room, it would have been bright.
1: It was dark. You would have w-
0: gotten the watery, like, figures It was of dark outside. because there was
1: the light she had to reach. <sighs> She had to go for the light. She was in darkness going for light. No. There was death and she was going for life.
0: It and she
1: didn't make it. It
0: would have cooler. This is my point is that they make decisions. That it would not have looked aho- cooler. It would have looked cooler. It would have
1: looked worse also, and silly.
0: she's just swimming upwards. Like that's not like, that's not I'm going to die. That's I'm trying to swim while carrying someone. I don't know if you've done that. It's hard.
1: It is hard. And that's why they showed a face of her struggling. And then they cut to the people. I don't like it. Her. I hate it. Okay, you don't have to like it. It doesn't you give me the emotional
0: lie- impact of her death. Okay,
1: that's fine. You don't have to like it. But you're just lying if you say it doesn't have all the stuff you just asked for.
0: It doesn't, because it, it doesn't does. have it in the way I want it. This is what I'm saying. Okay,
1: well, it has it, you just don't like it. That's different.
0: <sighs> you're frustrating me.
1: You're frustrating me.
0: I don't like it. <laughs> it's not... I don't like it. I'm mad well, at the we'll scene. Keep-
1: I i don't kind of care about the scene. I want you to be happy with me. Oh, I'm
0: not mad at we'll you.
1: We'll be building our friendship. After I'm not that mad intense at you. Good. I am annoyed
0: by it, though.
1: Well, you could be annoyed with the scene. That's the podcast. <laughs> That's the bread and butter of what we do here. It would be bad if it, our most boring episodes, I find, are the ones where we go, that was great. It was great. <laughs> End of episode. This is one we disagree with because Angela Bassett was really good.
0: Also, Speaking of, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to our funny lady podcast episode because it's not getting any love. And it's a really good podcast episode.
1: Yeah. And, and I it's think different than people, our funny girl episode. I think
0: people are probably confusing it with funny girl and they're not listening to it. But if you're listening to this right now, you should listen to that one because it's good. It's and a, also you do not care if you see funny lady. Yes. If you've never seen funny lady, you're fine. But listen to the thing. <laughs> Anyway, so I... (sighs) For me, because I didn't like the drowning scene, I was sad. Because that's her big exit from the movie, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't think she was dead the whole time. So it doesn't hit, because I'm like, she's not dead.
1: I always thought she was dead.
0: Yeah. Well, that would help. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't think she was dead!
1: And then when Shuri makes the Black Panther herb later...
0: Yeah.
1: Using the bracelet that... Nimor gave her, which I liked.
0: See, this is the thing. Why the fuck did he give her his mom's bracelet?
1: Hmm. A piece. I don't know. Can we not fight about that anymore? I'm just
0: saying it makes sense. It would have made sense. Sherry
1: makes the black the black panther heart shaped herb thing. Yeah. She's able to create a lab version, and so she takes it. And when you take it, you get to go to the spirit realm. And she clearly wants to see her brother or her mother. Yeah. Maybe her dad, too. She wants to see her family. And instead, she sees Killmonger mm-hmm. by Michael B. Jordan. Which I was do like, very cool. I think... it is fair to how, it, like, that makes the end a lot more
0: sense. I agree. Yes. I think having him was... I was going to say twist. It's not really a twist, but it is a good unexpected moment. Mm -hmm. I really like it as well.
1: Especially because the points he makes in the scene are accurate. Which is Wakanda was isolationist. (laughs) And your dad has killed people just like this girl before. Mm -hmm. And your brother was too nice. So are you going to be too nice? Or are you going to get stuff done? Because he's like, he's saying, I got stuff done. And You can't even argue with him in that regard. He's like, yeah, you did.
0: She's also feeling very vengeful, and that was his whole Mm -hmm. thing. Um, What was I going to say? I do like that it's a consistent part of Shuri's character, that she doesn't care or put much stock into tradition. I think that's something that's interesting, especially in the culture of Wakanda that this movie sets up, that's very based in tradition. And I also think it makes a lot of sense in turn for her to give up the throne. Because it's like, she really isn't well suited to it, especially... Because she doesn't
1: like the tradition. She
0: doesn't like it. And it's like, that would be so integral. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad she doesn't take the throne, but...
0: But I just like that as a consistent part of her character. I think yes. it's interesting. I think it's also interesting that they kept it, because it, it makes more sense as like, a rebellious younger sister thing. Yes. I like that they kept it, and that mm-hmm.
1: it... But they matured it a little. The story. They matured it from rebellious young sister into independent woman yeah and her, like so it's not just her being like oh this is stupid she's like this is what i think and this is why i think it
0: so she sees him and, and then she's all pissed because she didn't see her parents but then she has the black panther powers mm-hmm. and this is also so we skipped over it but after her mom dies at the funeral Her and M'Baku have, like, a nice little conversation. And this is... We talked to M'Baku earlier. um, And then he also has a really good conversation. But I think it's after this. But earlier, he... um, When Namor first was like, Kill this lady or I'll kill you. He was like, we should go kill Namor. That guy sucks. But then, I like that... After they attack, and he's he hears them. What does what does his people call him? I don't remember what his people K- call him. Yeah, so he's like, He's not their king, he's their god. So if we kill him, they're like always gonna be coming after us. So, like, we shouldn't do that. And I liked him changing his mind. And it is in this moment after uh, her mom's funeral that he becomes an advisor to her. And I just really liked that. I thought it was sweet.
1: And that that was a scene where I'm like, he should really lead Wakanda after all this. Yeah. I get why. He also like, like the...
0: takes care of everyone. Like they evacuate the city just in case the. I don't know. Do they ever get a name as like a people? I don't know. I don't think they do. Right. Um.
1: He just calls them his people.
0: Yeah. After they attack Wakanda, they like evacuate the city and they all go to Mbaku's like area and he's hosting everyone. Anyway, so it does make sense.
1: No, there's no name. Okay. They're an ancient civilization. I wish they gave them a name. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. But,
0: (sighs) no. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because he has a fairly small role in this movie, but I really like the role that he has.
1: This movie, certain characters I can tell were shafted from like maybe bigger storylines. Yeah. Just because. The nature of the film required so much focus to be on the death of T'Challa and how that affected the family. So characters like M'Baku just didn't have as much to do. And also characters like Lupita Nyong'o's character. She just didn't have much to do because that wasn't what the story was.
0: Lupita was gorgeous in this movie she is so I don't gorgeous know, she's always beautiful something about her in this particular movie i don't know what was going on it was but she was like amazing like every scene i was like fuck <laughs> like, and i loved her hair uh she was gorgeous in this movie that's also part of why like i wanted more of her i just always, found her presence so like huge
1: i love lapina niago i've always thought she was
0: wasted in these movies. she's
1: wasted in the movies in the sense of she does a great job and she's good in it and when she has stuff to do it's cool <laughs> But I'm like, give her superpowers or something. I actually
0: did feel like she had more to do in this movie than the first one, honestly.
1: She had more to do in this movie, I think. But I think they were going to do that either way. Yeah. But, yes. I think Lupita Nyong'o... I've always wanted her character to become Storm. I don't know how they do that logistically.
0: That would be cool. I have faith in Ryan Coogler
1: to do it. Uh And I think Lupita Nyong'o is the She has the class, the dignity, and the power in this role. Yeah,
0: she'd be a great That I think
1: she would transition very well into playing Storm. And it would also save us meeting a new character. Yeah. I don't know how they'd do it logistically, but they could find a way. Mm. And I just really want her to have more to do. Yeah. Because she's so good in these movies. I hope she keeps coming back. I think she will, because her kid... Was introduced here in the yeah. end credit scene That's the one thing I I didn't not like it But I don't like this broad trend That Marvel's doing mm-hmm. Of the young Avengers they're setting up Because mm-hmm. everyone's getting kids Yeah. And I don't like it Fair I like parts of it But I don't like this whole idea Of everyone has a kid Who's gonna have superpowers Because Thor has a kid Hulk has a kid Wanda's going to have her kids. Thor although has a I, kid? Yeah, Thor has a kid. With who? Some alien. Oh, huh. It's at the end of She-Hulk. It's weird. I don't like it.
0: Do you mean the Hulk has a kid?
1: Hulk has a kid and Thor has a kid.
0: They show Thor having a kid at the end of She-Hulk?
1: Oh, no. Hulk has a kid at the end of She-Hulk. Thor has a kid at the end of Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. Because that's what... Thor is thunder and the kids love. No.
0: Anyway, I don't care because I'm not invested in Marvel as a larger property, but I understand you being annoyed. Um, uh, I knew that was coming. I don't know why. I guess I saw the scene on TikTok or something. Anyway.
1: Although, I'm excited for Wanda's kids because Wanda's kid is gay.
0: Aren't they both gay?
1: One's gay, one's bisexual. But I think they're only doing the one kid right now. What? How dare they? Well, he's the more interesting kid. Okay. He's the more interesting kid, and I think they're gonna. He's also the witch, and they're doing it in Agatha Ca- Coven of Chaos, mm-hmm. so they're gonna give him witchy stuff to do. Cool. With Agatha, which we're probably gonna have to watch that show because you like Agatha. I, I love like Agatha. Agatha. I'd watch it. And there's gonna be a gay I witch. I really boy.
0: liked Wandavision, so I would definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so then you get to the the, the grand finale where Wakanda decides to attack uh, them, which I thought was smart. I like them bringing them into the middle of nowhere. And they have this... So they bring them to with this fancy boat that we talked about that doesn't fly, which should have fly.
1: And the whole point of this is to distract the army so that they can catch Namor. Or yeah. Namor, and like dehydrate and, uh, him. Because they basically use science to figure out the reason he's so strong is that he's able to get twice the oxygen
0: because
1: mm. he can breathe air and oh, water. That's
0: what that is. I so see.
1: the idea is that, but it's not like he can, if he's not wet though, it's like he's only breathing half air. Yeah. So it really cr- like hurts him quite so, a
0: bit. Yeah. So they have this plan for uh, Sherry to catch him on this plane and then dehydrate him. Um, which they do, and it starts working. And then I love how he just fucking stabs the plane. That was great. Um, and it was also really funny because Shuri's like, "What's the damage?" And the robot guys like, "The plane's probably gonna explode at any moment." And I don't know why I thought that was really funny.
1: And <laughs> the plane does explode. <laughs> it
0: explodes. So anyway, then they fight in the desert, and they
1: fight on the beachfront beside a desert.
0: Right. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's not the desert because it's right beside, it. but it's sand.
1: <laughs> they fight on a beachfront, a desert, but it's like they were trying to get to the desert, but they didn't get there in time.
0: Yeah, um, but then uh, and Shuri is all like revengey, which honestly, I don't know if I agree with superheroes like villainization of revenge, but whatever. And then, yeah, like, but
1: you're like you have a very utilitarian aspect of world heroes and supervillain stories. Do su- I? I think so. You want the greatest good for the most amount of people.
0: Yeah. I which I so. believe
1: is utilitarian. I haven't read it in a while. I don't know. But, yeah. So you're like, you kill this one guy, then they don't do it anymore. Yeah. So that's very utilitarian.
0: Okay. Well, I think of
1: it as more Deadpool-y. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just thought you were class being like, you- this is a very utilitarian <laughs> approach. Often called a very Deadpool y approach, <laughs> which is something your classes would do. Uh, um, but yeah, you have just a different moral standard than movies. But, but I did the-
0: like so they're fighting, he stabs her through the stomach, and then it's all like. Ooh. But in,
1: it's because of her powers and the suit and Wakanda technology. That's not like deadly. It's going to hurt, but, like, she'll live, and she knows she'll live.
0: Uh, so then she, like, pulls herself off that, and she's going to go stab him. I think she sets him on fire with the plane, which I liked, and then... That's
1: how she drives him out when they're, like, fighting, because they're fighting really well. They're both pretty evenly matched, and then he gets that upper hand, but she gets out, and she fries him with the engine thruster. And
0: she's about to kill him, but she sees her mom, who's all, like, show him who you are, right?
1: Show them who you are.
0: Yeah. Type thing. Very Lion King. Um It is
1: very Lion King. It
0: is. But it, it works. Like, especially because she didn't get to see her mom before she saw Killmonger. So <laughs> it, it it makes sense in terms of...
1: But we don't even know if that's, like, <laughs> actually her mom or just, like, in her head.
0: Yeah. But, like, I think this exact moment can be really annoying in Mm -hmm. other movies i think they make it work emotionally in terms of understanding you understand her seeing her mom in that moment would probably change her mind but also they made namor likable enough that at least i didn't want him to die and i also didn't feel like he was completely unreasonable you know like i didn't feel like he was coming from a place of evil or complete unreason he was acting unreasonably but it doesn't feel like he
1: his point was right
0: and it felt like he it doesn't feel like like it felt like you could create an alliance with him that would work you know what i mean it doesn't feel like it's like if you don't kill him now like there's like there's no point in not killing him like it felt like there was steps that could be taken you know what i mean So I do like this storyline in this story. Like, I think they actually set up this outcome well. In a way that, like, made sense for everyone involved.
1: Yes. Yes. I... Yeah. They do a very good job and they put the work in the movie to set up that climax moment where you're like, will she let the revenge... Will she take her revenge or will she, like, be logical? Will she listen to her heart or her head
0: yeah
1: and in a way she kind of does listen to what killmonger says but like the opposite where he's like you want to you want to get stuff done and he's kind of being like you should kill him but instead she's like we'll get stuff done by doing a diplomatic treaty
0: well i also liked so earlier when she was talking to mbaku after she uh was black panther Um, they were also having a similar conversation where I think it was when he was talking about the God thing. And he was like, if you kill him, we're going to be at war forever. And I liked her. She was like, is my mom's death not worth eternal war? And he was like, of course it was. And I was almost hoping, and I'm kind of sad he didn't say it because he was like, of course it was. But like, I don't want that for my people. And she wouldn't either. I was almost hoping he was going to be like, and so is everyone else's in terms of Mm. so would every like any person in our country their deaths would be worth eternal war. what do you mean i don't think
1: that would have worked for that scene but i get i know what you're saying it's just where
0: i thought he was going it's it's more emotional almost but anyway i
1: think he realizes also he was talking to someone who is not well emotionally (laughs) yes very understandably because like in the past five years her dad, her brother, and her mother have all died. Yeah. All very tragic deaths.
0: So, but he is right in terms of killing Killing him is going to mean, like, eternal war with these people who are very strong. There um, are good
1: warriors who can do damage to and Wakanda. And have
0: vibranium, which is like Wakanda's... Ace in the hole. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think it also sets up a logical like besides just him seeming like you could reason with him it sets up a logical reason as well not to kill him in this moment yeah.
1: so they give you both the emotional <laughs> and the logistical reason not to kill him yeah but they also give you enough emotional reason why you want to kill him you don't want him dead necessarily but you can be like you can understand why if sherry did it you'd be like i understand you wouldn't agree with it but you could say you understand
0: i guess See, I wasn't that invested in the whole death thing because I didn't think she died.
1: Okay. But, yeah. Uh, Namor, basically... Namor and Shuri make a deal. They go back to the fighting people and they're like, Stop fighting! We're, We're done.
0: Now. We're good. Yeah.
1: And Shuri's basically like, We'll keep people out of your ocean. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you safe from the outside world. And then you stop messing with the outside world. hmm So. Uh, Wakanda... He's doing that. And but then... I also
0: liked... So they we go back underwater and the Moors' main warrior lady with the cool headdress slash necklace thing I talked about um, is, is kind I of... I think
1: that's his cousin.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Like, that's what I read somewhere. <laughs> Which is odd in a different way.
0: So but... she's kind of annoyed. She's like, I can't believe you, like, are kowtowing to them. Like, what the heck? And I did like... I thought this was interesting in terms of he was like the uh surface world is not gonna stop trying to get vibranium from wakanda and at some point they're gonna attack wakanda and then wakanda's gonna turn to us and i liked it in terms of like even though even though it's not really huge growth for his character in terms of like not wanting to kill the entire surface world It does show him changing his tactic, where maybe he's like, you know, maybe instead of saying, you do what I want, or I'll kill you, he's like, maybe I could go about it a different way. (laughs) Maybe
1: I'll wait until you come to me, and then you say that, and then I'll be like, sure.
0: Yeah, which is, it is kind of cool, but I, and I did like it that they didn't have him do, like, a complete 180 or something. Mm -hmm. Like, it still makes sense for him, you know?
1: There is a rumor, Mm -hmm. just a rumor right now, that a future... You know how Marvel kind of goes through story arcs?
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Like they do... Over movies, Like mean? the Infinity Stones were the first three story arcs. And yeah. now we're kind of in multiverses. The <sighs> One of the story arcs coming up, either a big one or a small one, is going to be the Vibranium Wars. Yeah. Which is the war, world going to war for Vibranium.
0: Makes sense.
1: And I'm like, yeah, that would make sense. And then it would be a cool way to keep Namor in the story. because yeah. Namor is really cool he and we cool. all want more of him. Yeah. So, that's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah, it is a very good movie. I think it's very good. You think it's just good, right?
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's still a Marvel movie, yeah. so it has all the Marvel movie isms. Yes. So, but it's it's pretty it's good. It's better than I thought it was going to be. I was I don't know why I don't know where I got this impression. I was just expecting not to enjoy it, but I did enjoy it.
1: I think Marvel. Broadly speaking, Uh I don't want to say... But I think Marvel lately has been having some issues with quality in their films. Yeah. This is not one of those films. This is standard... At your case, it's standard Marvel. I think it's better Marvel.
0: No, I think it's better
1: Marvel. This isn't
0: standard Marvel. This is better
1: than normal Marvel. I'm glad to hear you say that. (laughs) 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 We've reached (laughs) feasts. No. uh, What I'm is that Marvel, broadly, has had quality issues, like, uh, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Uh Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. These aren't bad movies, but they feel rushed, incomplete, and not fully put together. Yeah. And that's never been, it's never been, some people are going like, Marvel's never had bad movies before this. Every movie studio has bad movies, and Marvel's had bad movies. But maybe it's that these films have such a strong creative force at the directing helm. But even then, like Sam Mendes and Taika Waititi. So I'm not sure if it's just Ryan Coogler's just that good that he can get over this weird Marvel thing with quality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd like to think that because Ryan Coogler is a very good director. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that this was good. And I think Marvel needs to follow this direction And it's movies. Also, they just need to... As much as I don't want this in a weird way, I think they need to do less. Yeah,
0: they need to slow down.
1: They need need to slow down. And they are. They are slowing down. That was because Bob Chapek, who was recently fired, was like, We need content for streaming. Mm -hmm. So make 500 shows a year and three movies. At one point, it was almost four movies, which was too many movies. So, yeah. I'm glad this is what I want from Marvel in the future. Oh. So keep doing this, Marvel. This is good. And that concludes today's episode of Friends at Film Camp. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch you next time at the campfire. Wait! We forgot something. What? It, you're going to have nothing to say, but we have to talk about it because it's Oscar month. What? Rihanna's song. Oh,
0: I didn't even remember Which is remember also nominated. Here.
1: I think it's bland and forgettable. Yeah, but it like it's a fine ballot, but you're not gonna remember it, and I don't think you're gonna sing it much. And it feels like it's here to get an Oscar nomination. I'm tired for a song. of these
0: stupid songs coming in at the end that have nothing to do with the movie. Make it an important song in your movie, or fuck off.
1: I yes, that is an Oscar technicality. I hate it. Yes, the song has to play during the movie or right as the credits start, and I don't know why they have that right as the credits start. Yeah, get they rid should of it. say it has to be in the movie before the credit starts for at least a minute. But they've also done that No, before. don't
0: even have that. Just have it not be in the fucking, it can't be in the credits.
1: Yeah. in can't be just in the it credits. It can't
0: be just in the credits, yeah.
1: <laughs> I agree. I don't, I, yeah, it's just such a technicality. I think we feel about this the same way we feel about Lady Gaga's Hold My Hand. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine, it's meaningless, but it is nominated, probably just because the celebrity's nominated. Yeah. But, you know what? Whatever. She's gonna sing it at the Oscars. So, that'll be neat, I guess. And now that concludes today's episode of Friends of Film Camp. For real this time. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time at the campfire.